Tamil politics. Again, my name is Akash Mahesh. I'm currently in my final year at the Singapore American School. And in doing my, my third podcast now, it's becoming extremely, extremely exciting to keep on delivering you, uh, delivering some information about the relationship between Tamil cinema and Tamil politics. So similar to what we've done in previous weeks, about two weeks ago, we did uh, about two weeks ago, or the first podcast that we did was about M.G. Ramachandran and seeing how this kind of movement of Tamil cinematography and Tamil politics really had its foundation and the foundation blocks were set. And uh, last week we were seeing the more modern take on it with... um, with a very, very famous actor going by the name Rajini Kant. Today we're going to be taking a look at another famous actor, an actor who is going to be contesting for the state elections this year um, in about a few weeks uh, for the Tamil Nadu state elections, and this man goes by the name of Kamal Hassan. So for those of you who don't know who Mr. Kamal Hassan is, Kamal Hassan is an extremely, extremely famous actor, uh, similar to Rajinikanth, but many have described him to be not as famous as Rajinikanth, but still extremely famous actor, has done a lot of movies. Some movies have been action-based, some movies have been social-based, and he's also done a few um, politically and socially driven movies, and we'll be taking a look at one of them today. So the movie that we're going to be taking a look at today is called the movie Indian. Um, So this movie, just to give you some background, it takes place. um, So first of all, the movie opens with a series of murders uh, and it takes place in the same kind of pattern. Uh, Everyone's been stabbed by a knife and each time the victim is paralyzed before being killed. The police, they suspect several people and they're narrowing down the killer by his age which should be more than 70 years old with the writing style based on the letter left behind the killer while murdering his recent victim, an officer in the government of treasury. Um, An officer is then killed by an older man who is later known to be Senapati, a veteran Indian freedom fighter for demanding a bribe to do his duty, uh, uh, i.e. threatening a poor old woman to uh, bribe him to hand over compensation of rupees 10,000 by giving the government as her husband got killed in a riot. Um, he also has a son, goes by the name of Chandra Bose, aka Chandru. He's a small-time middleman stationed outside the Regional Transport Association. He uh, aids help people in greasing the right officials inside the RTO for getting permits and license. So the movie um, basically goes on to this kind of vigilantism straight away. You have this man named uh, Senapati, who is a 70-year-old man, and he's also played by Kamal Hassan. Kamal Hassan is very famous for playing these kind of multiple roles. Um, and same also is another actor we'll be taking, at next, taking a look at next week. Uh, goes by the name of uh, Iliapati Vijay. So basically, when you look at this kind of vigilantism, he's mainly the vigilant. He's mainly killing people who are corrupt. Um, you know, there's another killing scene where I, I don't want to spoil so much, but I will just give you a little bit of this. He does, um, you know, kill uh, this uh, corrupt. Uh, this kind of corrupt government official who, you know, there's this lady who's trying to ask for a loan and they're not granting it to them. So he kills off this banking individual. So he kills off this person who's not demanding a loan because, you know, that that lady's poor. 
Um, it's extremely, extremely interesting to see Kamal Hassan in this kind of role. You know, previously we've seen M.G. Ramachandra and even Rajnikanth being in these roles of, you know, standing up for the, standing up for the defenseless. And exactly, this is again another movie trope. But this is a little bit different because it takes a little bit more of an aggressive and a little bit more violent approach. Even though last week we saw the movie Savaji the Boss, he takes the aggressive approach and actually, you know, says like, you know, blackmailing actual, um, you know, very, very people who have a lot of black money. He He's actually doing something a little bit different. He doesn't really care about the black money. He doesn't really care about that. He just wants to get rid of corruption itself. Um, and, you know... When you see something like this, it's it this this uh this uh movie won a lot of awards. It was very 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 famous um at its time, and it was produced at a time where India was kind of um you know seeing the effects that corruption can actually have, um and you know till to till this day India you know there's still a lot of corruption that occurs and a lot of behind the scenes action that the public is not aware of. So. Kamal Hassan has been saying, you know, like with this kind of rhetoric, has been saying, you know, no more corruption. Actually, I I'd like you uh, now to listen to an NDTV, uh, the, an NDTV kind of short snippet, uh, a, sh a short snippet. Um, NDTV is basically a news organization in India, and they did a, a they did a story on Kamal Hassan. I'd like you to take a listen to it. Actor-turned-politician Kamal Hassan is also campaigning hard. His newly formed party, the MNM, has fielded 58 candidates. A new innings for Kamal Hassan. The actor-turned-politician began seeking votes for his party, MNM, along Chennai's IT corridor. Kamal is not contesting, but has fielded 58 candidates for both Lok Sabha and assembly by-elections, roping in a few smaller parties. On a roadshow, Kamal promised drinking water to all houses, a corruption-free government and generation of jobs. Kamal drew women laborers and youngsters. His campaign is crowdfunded. With fighting corruption and development as focus, Kamal chose to not align with the Dravidian arch rivals, the DMK and AADMK. He said no to BJP, saying saffron is not his color. Indications of a tie-up with the Congress didn't work out. Three decades ago, Kamal turned his fan clubs into a welfare organization. Recently, he launched a whistleblower app to empower communities and had adopted a few villages to showcase his model of development. I would like to vote for Namadi, Nare Namadi. I, I just want him to support for the people who are actually underprivileged people. With Jayalalitha and Karunanidhi no more, many feel there is space for fresh thought and political leadership in Tamil Nadu. And Kamal Hassan must be hoping these crowds would translate into votes and empower him to scale new heights in politics, just like his illustrious film career. In Chennai with camera person Edwin, Sam Daniel, Findy TV.
So let's break this down a little further. Basically, Kamal Hassan is promising for three things. It's jobs, water, and no more corruption. So in India, um, especially in Tamil Nadu, a big problem has become, you know, uh, has become number one jobs. You know, a lot of people are, they want to get into the workforce. Uh, a lot of people who are not from the main city, Chennai, will come into Chennai to work. And, you know, jobs for any kind of economy are the backbone of it. They, you know, it really does bolster the economy when, you know, have a lot of job uh, when you, when you, have a lot of jobs and also when you have candidates promising that there's going to be you know i want to have more jobs is extremely good because in you know even in the united states in the western in the western world um in the united states or even in um in the eastern world um you still have um jobs and the amount the employment rate being one of the determining factors of how well or how good a political candidate is doing or how good is someone in office doing so you know if elected i think that you know if he's able to create jobs that's definitely going to be a big big plus point the second thing that you know said in the little story uh, from the ndtv was um was that he wanted to promise water. Water's becoming a very, very big issue. There's a lot of, a lot of problems with the water, the cleanliness of it. Um, you know, there's, there was recently just a, a rip, there was recently where they, they've been, um, you know, there's the one thing of excessive water where you have the absolute monsoon season, which creates um, very, very, very bad floods in the area. And then you have the other one where it's absolutely bone dry, bone dry, no water. People are um, fighting and trying to get water and if you have this kind of things, these problems, it's it's one of the most it's one of the five basic needs that you need in a person is food and water. And if we have don't have water, you know, you just it's absolutely unacceptable for and and, and this is something that you know that Kamal Hassan is taking the stand of um of really really good policies. I think he's taking the stand of policies that are going to be agreed upon by a lot of people. But what I've been noticing is that, you know, in Tamil politics, it's not really a very, very uh, big, big thing. Like, it's it, there's not a huge shift um, when you see, when you look at one political party as compared to another. The policies are very, very similar, and people want very similar things. Um, we've been hearing a long time that people want to increase jobs, people want water, and they want less corruption. Um and it's something that is seen a lot. Um, you know, one person actually uh, who's I've been talking to a lot, who's actually been uh, on this podcast a few times now, has been Mr. Pravin Prakash. He's an associate research fellow at the Nanyan Technological University here in, in Singapore. And just take a listen to what he says about Kamal Hassan. Yeah, he needs a lot more time. Uh, I think he'll barely, uh, I mean, I, I think he'll barely make a dent in elections. Okay. Uh, the people tend to vote for established parties that you know mm-hmm. um, all of them have yeah. these parties just begun mm-hmm. very difficult very difficult to make a decade and that's also where the, that, that mass image thing really matters because um, he doesn't have that sort of like a superstar image that um, that Rajni and Ajar uh, have had mm-hmm. he doesn't his He's a really popular actor, but he's not a superstar. Mm. So, as Mr. Prakash says, even though that Kamal Hassan, as 
grand or as great as he can be, he still needs time to develop as a political candidate. I also feel, in my personal opinion, that um, that Kamahasan might not fare or might not even, as Mr. Pravin Prakash put it, put a dent inside the elections itself. I think that mainly we're just going to be seeing a lot of just, uh, you know, trying, but it's not going to do anything. It's mainly going to be the main two parties, which is the DMK and the AIA DMK, which we've touched upon previously on what they are uh, a few podcasts ago when we discussed MG um, Rambachandran. Um, but going it back to you know what Kamal Hassan's rhetoric and compared to what is being said in the movie Indian, we look at this movie Indian because you know it's, it's showing Kamal Hassan as a role as being an anti-corruptionist and he's being this kind of vigilante killing the people that are actually corrupt. Well, not really this extreme Kamal Hassan's taking, but he wants to get rid of corruption. He said that um, you know he wants to get rid of corruption, and this shows a very very similar role. But the thing is, you know, um, the few differences being uh, absolutely uh, being that Kamal Hassan is not a seventy-year-old man. He's not a he's not a war veteran. Um, while um, you know you have the role of Kamal Hassan actually playing the role of a war veteran is super super big. Um, in India, you know, recently there have been you know attacks from uh, attacks in Kashmir and uh, you know other parts of northern. Um, uh, the northern part of the India-Pakistan border, uh, closer to Nepal and all these places, uh, there's been a lot of tension, a lot of a lot of fighting, and many of the Indian uh, Indian soldiers are placed in these these areas, and these Indian soldiers get a lot of praise and a lot of recognition because they do do a lot of hard work. They have to do, they have to defend their country. And there's a lot of this uh, sort of Indian patriotism that comes with it. And especially being a war, war veteran, you know, you've been serving your country. This is the time that, you know, when you you can actually come and change, change, change the place. And that's what Kamasin's also been saying, you know, um, that that, you know, I want to come in and change the country and something very similar that we're going to see with almost all the political candidates that we've been looking at you know um Kamal Hassan uh has you know whose films have had a political hue since 1980s said his party's priorities will be able to defend freedom of speech and maintain and safeguard uh, the diversity and multi-religious quality of the nation um, this is extremely similar to what um, Rajinikanth has said, that he wants to, uh, I'm not going to discriminate against caste, creed, or religion. I'm just going to treat everyone equally. And it's it's that kind of uh, kind of party lines which, um, you know, Kamal Hassan is following. You know, I, I really do think that, you know, if I'm, you know, uh, the Kamal Hassan's party is called the MNM, the Makal Nidhi Mayim. You know, if, if I'm definitely part of the MNM or if I'm at least an advisor to them, the main thing is I just want to see, you know, someone set their self apart a little bit. But I also feel that it's extremely dangerous in a place like Tamil Nadu. I feel that when political candidates, it's really hard to set yourself apart, especially as a political candidate, because many of the problems are problems that need to be solved. They, they need it's not it's a problem that needs to be solved in the short term. Straight away, we need a solution in the sh we need a solution straight away, and we need a solution that can solve it can be there for the short term and for the long term. It, it's extremely extremely important. So it's really difficult for any sort of political candidate to get any kind of uh, new kind of uh, perspective on it, and it's something that we are going to see uh, as uh, as a kind of like this trope that we're going to see within Tamil politics and Tamil cinematography, and. Uh, that's and we'll see how Kamal Hassan 
affairs in the election that is coming up in a few weeks. All right. Thank you so much. Um, next week, we'll be discussing uh, the movie Sarkar. Uh, we'll be discussing the actor Vijay. He's a very, very famous actor. You don't want to miss this one. Um, if you're looking at the most modern kind of uh, political kind of person now, I mean, definitely it's Rajin Kant, Kamahasan, all these people. But uh, Vijay has become a very, very popular actor in the last decade. So something that you don't really, you, you don't want to miss out. All right, thank you so much. Again, my name is Akash Mahesh, and this has been The Intimate Relationship. We'll see you next week. Thank you.